Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast today. Thank you for watching and I pray that this broadcast and the lesson that we will be sharing will be a great blessing to you. You know, it's exciting every year to come into uh, a new year, obviously, and I look forward to the prophetic word that the Lord gives me and both to Kenneth Copeland, my spiritual father. I always look forward to what he has to say from the Lord. And this year, the word that God gave him was that 2019 would be the year of the abundant harvest. He gave to me the prophetic word that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God would take place throughout this year. And I want to connect those two prophetic words together and uh, had the privilege of recently preaching at Eagle Mountain uh, International Church, uh, founder Kenneth Copeland, pastors, George and Terry Pearsons, and I was preaching there on this subject of the year of the abundant harvest. You know, we're going to take you into that meeting where I was sharing this, and not only that, we're going to be talking about this subject for the next several weeks. And I want to encourage you to make your plans to join with us. You don't want to miss one lesson. Now, I'm going to read to you as we be prepare to go into that service, but I want to read to you Galatians chapter 6, and you're all familiar with it, but notice once again, verse 7 says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And then verse 8 says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. But the closing verse is, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. God wants you to have your due season. He wants it to be an abundant harvest. And I'm going to take you into this meeting where I was teaching how that that can happen for you. So watch now very closely, listen very closely, and I believe you're going to receive some revelation that's going to change your life. But I am ex extremely excited about this year. And I think it's not strange that the prophetic word the Lord gave me for 2019 had to do with marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Not only that, I don't think it's strange that the prophetic word that was given to Brother Copeland for 2019 is the year of abundant harvest. And this morning, I'm going to connect the two. Abundant harvest coming through marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. I always look forward to the word that Brother Copeland has because over the years, now come 50 years, I have taken that word that he speaks by the Spirit of God and I've waged a good warfare with it. That's what Paul told Timothy to do. The prophetic word that have been spoken over you, wage a good warfare with it. You know, even though it's God's will and even though it's God's best for our lives, it's not going to come to pass automatically. We have to wage a good warfare with it. We do have an adversary and he's not going to just lay down, roll over, play dead and let you have an abundant harvest without a fight because you experiencing an abundant harvest is a threat to him. It's extremely dangerous to him. He knows that most of you, and I'm saying that by faith, most of you are sowers. And if you had an abundant harvest, you'd do more for the kingdom of God. 
and that disturbs him greatly. Not only that, but you'd be a blessing to humanity even more so. A blessing to others. The Bible says that, that we are to do good unto all men and especially unto the household of faith. The more money I have, the more I give. In fact, my greatest household expense since I'm not in debt is my giving. Amen. I'm a giver. That's what Carolyn and I do. We live to give. And sowing is our biggest outgo of our income. And Satan knows that if I had more, I'd give more. I mean, if you would say the same thing. Amen. I mean, I, I had a, a dream many years ago that many of the churches that I would go to preach in, that I'd be able to pay off their mortgage before I left town. And we've had that happen several times. But the more uh, income or harvest that God puts into my hands, then the more I'm able to do for the body of Christ and do for the kingdom of God. And many of you would say the same thing. So Satan's not going to just roll over, play dead, and let you have a great harvest without him putting up a fight. Now, he's consistent. The question is, are you? Look at your neighbor and say, are you consistent? Say, are you determined? Are you aggressive? Now, that's where a lot of members of the body of Christ miss it. They're not consistent. They're not determined. They're not aggressive. I told the story, and I'm sure you've heard it, but it's my sermon. I can preach it again if I want to. <laughs> Many years ago, <clears throat> I was uh, traveling to Kansas, and it's back in the day before our ministry had airplanes, and I'm driving everywhere, and uh, I'm driving up to Kansas. So I get on Interstate 35, I head up to uh, Oklahoma City, and then on to Kansas. And uh, on my way up there, this was the time of the year when the wheat fields were just ripe with wheat. And as I'm traveling along Interstate 35, I'm seeing on both sides of the highway this great harvest of wheat. And the wind was blowing slightly and it was blowing the wheat. It almost looked like waves on an ocean. It was beautiful. And when I got up to uh, where I was going to be preaching that night, I had decided that after the service, I'm going to drive back to Oklahoma City and spend the night. So I came back the same way down coming south, Interstate 35, and about one o'clock in the morning, I see two headlights out in the distance in that uh, wheat field. And I realize that it is a, car, uh, a combine. And I'm watching this guy. He's the only one out in the field. And he's got those lights on at one o'clock in the morning, and he is harvesting that wheat. And the Lord said, that's an aggressive harvester. He said, if you'll get that way with the seeds you've sown, you'll see greater harvest. Amen. Amen. Aggressive harvesting. You know, I've always been an aggressive sower, but I haven't always been an aggressive harvester. But I've changed my ways. Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at your neighbor saying, you need to change your ways as well. We need to get more and more aggressive where our harvest is concerned. Now, once again, I want to talk to you about a year of abundant harvest and how that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations are divinely linked to that. 
Exodus chapter 34 verse 10 says, I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. And God says this is covenant with him. And God's attitude about covenant is, I will not break my covenant, nor will I alter the thing that has come from my lips. That's in Psalm 89, 34. So he says, I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. A marvel is something that causes one to be amazed are filled with overwhelming surprise, overwhelming surprise. And God said, I will do marvels. Speaking of God, the book of Job makes this declaration in Job chapter five and verse nine, and I'm reading it from the message translation. After all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. He's famous for great and unexpected acts and there's no end to his surprises. Look at your neighbor and say, my God, my God is the God, God of, surprises. of surprises. Say it again. My God, my God is the God, the God of, surprises. of surprises. You know, God's been surprising me all these years. Somebody said, well, you never know what God's going to do. Well, you do if you read the Bible. I just don't know how he's going to go about doing it. But I do know he's the God of surprises. And I do know that he's promised to supply all my need. And I do know that if I sow, I will reap a harvest. That's his word. Now, how he goes about doing it, I don't know. That's the surprise part. Amen. In fact, one time, while my cousin Wade, Carla's husband, was still living, and they're in Kenya and we're going through some major attacks over there with crooked, corrupt people trying to steal everything we'd fought hard to build and so forth. Oop, call me. Brother Jerry, I haven't never heard you talk much about that, that work in Africa, but I was praying last night. God spoke to me and he gave me a name. And this guy is one of, the, one of your worst adversaries. And he said, I just want you to know, God's going to take care of him. Sure enough, Oop had his last name, told me what the last name was, and he was one of the major guys that was our adversary over there. And uh, um, he was removed, <laughs> just like Oop said. Amen. So what I'm saying is, don't limit God to the way he's done something for you in the past. Let God be God. He's the God of marvels. He's the God of wonders. He's the God of extraordinary manifestations. Can you say amen? amen? So once again, Job chapter five and verse nine from the message. After all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. And then the word wonders is defined as unusual and often even strange things that arrest the attention through their grandeur and magnificence. Let me say that again. Wonders, wonders, unusual and often even strange things. In fact, in the Bible, you'll find through the ministry of Jesus, people seeing him set the captive free and they'll say things like, we've seen strange things today, unusual things. Wonders is unusual and often even strange things that arrest the attention through their grandeur and magnificence. 
Exodus 15, 11 says, Who is like unto thee, O Lord? Who is like unto thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? And the Messian translation says, Who compares unto you, wonder-working God? Look at somebody and tell them again, My God, My God. is the wonder-working God. And then Job chapter 9 and verse 10 says that he doeth great things past finding out, yea, and wonders without number. The message translation says his miracle surprises can't be counted. His miracle surprises can't be counted. You know, in the book of Deuteronomy, where it talks about in chapter 28, the blessings of Abraham. And of course, we know from Galatians 3 that we're entitled to those same blessings. We're the seed of Abraham. And one of those blessings is, uh, or one of the things that, that is listed is blessings will come on thee and overtake thee. And in the literal Hebrew, one of the meanings of the word overtake is surprise. Blessings will come on you and surprise you. You know, uh, I've been a... Uh, <clears throat> I've been a classic car enthusiast all my life. I don't think I acquired the taste. I was born with it. And I, I, I used to restore classic automobiles when I owned Jerry's Paint and Body Shop. That was my job. And I loved doing it. I loved the challenge. And uh, after I shut the business down, went into the ministry, uh, it was years and years and years before I ever got involved again with a classic car. I just was so... Uh, totally submitted to what God wanted me to do. And that was not a priority anymore. And that was really not a desire anymore. I just sold out to what God wanted me to do. And then God began to bring it back to me. And he said, I want you to use it as a tool for evangelism because I can relate to those guys. Many of those guys in the classic car, hot rod, race car, you know, business, that's their God. That used to be my God and I can relate to them. And so now I take them to car shows and so forth and, and get to minister to people. In fact, I've got people healed just because of a classic car I showed and it won best of class and people come around and want to talk to me, don't know I'm a preacher. And, and I've had people healed of cancer at car shows. Amen. And uh, of course, the Chairs Light Motorcycle Ministry, we, we've, we've won uh, over 200,000 people one-on-one -on -one to the Lord in these major secular motorcycle rallies across the country. So we use them as tools, but I, 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 just, I still enjoy being around classic cars and classic motorcycles. Now, I don't allow it to, to interfere with my, my serving the Lord and, and my ministry and so forth. You know, if, if I ever feel like it's taking too much time, then I give it away. Thank you for your enthusiasm. I walked in my shop one day where I had four classic cars and two classic motorcycles. And I said, Lord, I just want you to know none of this means anything to me other than the fact that you blessed me with it. But I want to show you that you're still number one. I'm going to sew it. Tell me where I can sew it. And I started sewing them. And Carolyn said, don't you ever do that again. I said, why not? She said, God knows He's number one in your life. Every time you sow cars and sow motorcycles, they come back to you in fleets. <laughs> you have to build a bigger garage. <laughs> Amen. And so 
uh, the, the, the classic cars has always been something I've enjoyed and I use it as a tool today. And uh, Richard and, and, and uh, Lindsay Roberts and Carolyn and I were going to lunch one day. And uh, Richard and I are sitting in the back seat. Carolyn's driving. And uh, all of a sudden I get a text on my phone. I look at it and said, Brother Jerry, I'm one of your partners. I've heard you talk about the 65 GTO you used to have before you went into the ministry and how much you enjoyed that car. And you had to sell it when you went into uh, basic training so that Carolyn have enough money to live on while you were gone. He said, I just wanted to know, I have restored a 65 GTO. It's one of the rarest models and I want to bless you with it. Are you interested? <laughs> and I heard the Lord say, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Oh, it is immaculate. Oh, you can eat off the engine. You can turn the car over and eat off the underneath side. It has been through a total restoration and it's one of the rarest of the 65 GTOs. And every time I walk by it, I hear God say, surprise, surprise. He's the God of wonders. He's the God of miracles. Do you suppose that wonder with that car had anything to do with my sewing cars and sewing motorcycles? Amen? You want to hear another story? Shake your head, yes, I'm going to tell it anyway. We were in uh, Milwaukee for the uh, Believers Convention up there. And Thursday night, I usually always preach on Thursday nights. And after the service, went back to the hotel. And uh, the next morning, Barry Tubbs said, this envelope came into the offering last night and has your name on it. And I wanted to give it to you. Well, before flying up there, I was reading a magazine about these four guys, or these two guys rather, that were in World War II together. They became close friends. They rode Harleys in the military during World War II. When they got out, they both came home and they both continued to ride Harleys and eventually they both opened Harley dealerships in their cities. And they still remain close friends after all those years. One day they got together and they said, I wonder what happened to all those Harleys that were sent to Russia during World War II in crates, put in a warehouse. Well, I wonder whatever happened to them. So they started making contact and found out they were still sitting in a warehouse, 50 of them in a warehouse that had never been opened. So they made arrangements to buy them all. And uh, so they were supposed to ship them over and apparently the Russian mafia got involved and confiscated all the Harleys except for two or three of them. And they both had one. They never could get the other ones back. They both had one, still had the military markings on them, came right out of the crate and they had one left over and they blessed a friend with it. And I thought, wouldn't that be awesome to have a Harley Davidson that came from World War II? My dad rode one in, uh, uh, in his time in the, in the service during World War II. It wasn't something that he was uh, 
a commission to do, he stole one. And uh, anyway, <laughs> him and a buddy stole one from the uh, army and brought it back to their barracks and kept it until they tried to bring it back home on ship. And once they arrived back in San Diego, they took it away from them. But anyway, I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a Harley that actually was in World War II? So I just read that article. We get to the meeting and this envelope that Barry gives me. And the guy says, Jerry, I know you like classic motorcycles. I know you like classic Harley Davidsons. I have one that came from Russia. It's a military Harley, but I turned it into a civilian bike and it's torn apart. I've got everything painted and ready to put back together. And if you would like it, I would like to sew it to you. And he wrote the number down there and I called him and talked to him about it. I said, what do you mean it came from Russia? He said, well, as it turns out, and he told the same story I just read in that magazine. This was the one they gave to their friend. And so we sent somebody up to get it. They brought it back in boxes and pieces. And I had a, a very dear friend that was a, a renowned classic Harley restorer in Austin, Texas. He's restored all of my classic Harleys. I sent it to him. He did all the research, found out that it was one of those bikes that was in that warehouse that got shipped back from, uh, that didn't get stolen. And it was one of the three that those guys had received. Amen. And I have it restored now, sitting in my shop and it's got all the military markings on it. And every time I walk by, God says, surprise. <laughs> now, what are the odds of me reading an article and the next week I get the very motorcycle that I read about? Things like that just don't happen, Brother Jerry. They do to me. I said, they do to me. You are looking at Mr. Favor. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's a marvel. That's a wonder. Amen. Amen. But it's all connected to my sowing. Amen. I don't believe I'd have these testimonies if I wasn't a sower. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Give the Lord a shout and thank him for that. Praise God. Amen. Extraordinary manifestations of his greatness. These are things that are beyond the common order or the common method. You could say uncommon and rare. Extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. Now, this is what the Lord said to me coming into 2019 that you and I, all of us, should be believing for. Say this with me. I'm believing. In 2019, I will experience more and more marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God. And since I'm a person of faith, and I believe I receive, when I pray, when I decree, I believe I'll go ahead and praise Him for it in advance. So go ahead and give the Lord your best shout. Give the Lord your best shout. Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive the abundant harvest that God has promised? In the powerful three CD series, Year of the Abundant Harvest, 
Jerry Savelle demonstrates with scripture how harvest time is decreed through prophecy, how God never forgets a seed sown, how the abundant harvest enables you to be an abundant giver and more. You can live every day in God's blessing. Also included in today's package is the inspiring book, Every Day a Blessing Day. In its pages, you will learn what the blessing of God is and how you were created to prosper and excel. Today is the day. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this life-changing package, including Year of the Abundant Harvest and Every Day a Blessing Day. You can take your faith to the next level. Make the decision now to become a doer of the word and watch how God will produce an abundant harvest in your life. Listen, before we do anything else, I want to pray for you right now. Those of you that are experiencing financial difficulties, those of you that have sown seed and you haven't yet seen your harvest, or those of you that have come uh, uh, to the place where you are becoming a little discouraged, I want to pray for you. Don't ever give up on God. Don't ever give up on His Word. So let's pray right now, and you just stretch your hand out toward my hand, and let's believe God together for a manifestation of a miracle breakthrough in your finances. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all of my viewers, all of my friends and partners, people that I don't even know yet, but I pray for them because they're watching this broadcast today and their faith has been stirred. And we know that your word says that faith moves God, that it's impossible to please him without faith and faith attracts the power of God. And so, Father, I'm asking you to make manifest your miracle working power in their behalf. I'm asking for financial breakthroughs. I'm asking for harvest to come on the seeds that they've sown. And Lord, I'm asking you also to cause your precious Holy Spirit to rise up within them and encourage them. Don't let them quit. Don't let them give up. Don't let them fail to continue to stand on your word. Because if we stand and having done all to stand, then we can count on it. You will come through for us. In Jesus' name, I pray this for all that are watching today, and I thank you for answering this prayer. Amen and amen. Go ahead and lift your hands and begin to praise God in advance. And you just say out loud, my God will not let me down. Amen. Now, before we leave there, let me remind you of our special offer, or share with you our special offer today. You can go to uh, JSM, or Jerry Savelle, rather, .org, and look up all this information regarding our resources that we're making available to you today. First of all, my book, Every Day a Blessing Day. Every Day a Blessing Day. God wants you to experience His blessings not once a year, not once every quarter. He wants you to experience His blessings every day of your life. And we share with you principles from God's Word, how that you can position yourself to experience blessings from God each and every day of your life. And also along with it, a three CD series, brand new series on the subject that we're talking about this week, the year of the abundant harvest. I want to encourage you to get this because we can't share all the information that I shared in the church services where we taught this and uh, we're limited as to time. And so I want to encourage you to get this because those CD messages have the service in its entirety and you don't want to miss one 
point. Go online and place your order. And then also, let me remind you again, join us next week as we continue this study. Until then, remember this, your faith will overcome the world.